Welcome back to the 19th episode of Amundsen Family Music. I'm impressed you're keeping track. <laughs> Thank you. I remembered because the last podcast we did was the 18th and it was on the 18th, but it never was released until the 19th. And your math is impeccable. Thank you. I'm so <laughs> smart. You were always pretty good in math. No. Oh, that wasn't you. <laughs> no. That's Gabe. That's, I was good in English and recess. You know, it's interesting. <laughs> everyone of our fans, I don't like to use that word, yeah. but everyone who follows our music, they see you, they see Ira and Nate and even Anna, who will talk about her. She's a smarty pants. And they see me, of course. But they don't realize that Gabe, the one who puts together our podcasts, you know, mm -hmm. and does all the editing and stuff, he is one smart cookie. He is behind a lot of stuff. He's the behind-the-scenes guy. He's not only a wizard in math, but he's also a very deep thinker. Do not, I say repeat, do not get into an argument with him. <laughs> he, will, he will waste you. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe, maybe someday we'll get him on here, but I'm not holding my breath. Yeah, that's kind of... I don't know about that either. <laughs> but what you could do for him is go subscribe to his YouTube channel, Night Fox Animation. He does some really good work. He does. Um, his link is always at the bottom of our YouTube videos in the description. Mm -hmm. So just click on that, um, watch his videos, subscribe, share, and, and, and such. Yes. Go like that. Well, anyways, do you know what I did today? Well, I do, but you better tell us so everyone <laughs> okay. else can hear too. I had a fun day today. Um, I won't give details, but I went to a gun range. Um, and it was actually like a professional gun range. So the police officers in the area go to shoot and train and maybe military people as well. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and so they have, they have, they had probably over 20 different areas, like sections that you could shoot. And lanes lanes i guess well they were different sections and then each section had its own lanes so you got your own lane to yourself and it was really cool in fact there wasn't very many people there so we got we got our own little area there but we uh first i got to shoot my shoot a um a, uh, some handguns i shot a, di a couple different handguns and then the fun part though was i got to shoot okay Maybe I should give a background for our Canadian friends. I got to shoot an AR-15, but it's a semi-automatic. Um, and, and does not stand for uh, assault rifle. It does not sound, <laughs> stand for assault rifle. Um, it's not like the movies portray them to be. If you hold down, the, if you hold down the trigger, it does not go pew 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 pew. You gotta push the trigger every time you, every time you shoot, and you know it's not that big of a bullet. So for all the people who see. AR-15, ah, it's assault rifle. No, no, it's 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 a it's a it's a gun to kill hogs, or for self-defense when you. Be a great coyote gun. Great coyote gun. It's super fun to shoot, and so that was a that was a pretty fun because they're a big gun, but they also have like no recoil. So my shoulder was fine, or maybe it did have recoil. Well, I think a couple things. It's a it's not a 
a huge bullet. No, it's a tiny bullet. And plus, they're probably well-made so that they cushion well. Right. So, so anyways, that was fun, was it? It was super fun. But then after that, I got to do some... I went to a German restaurant, actually, because Tulsa has some pretty good diversity. German and I tried, restaurant? Yeah, I tried some German sausage. So good. I think I think it was called Spitzel. Spatzel. <laughs> Spatzel. Man, if he's listening, I'm sorry. <laughs> But um, it was really good. It was some of the best food I've had it, in a it long wasn't time. Wiener schnitzel. <laughs> Maybe I should look up the actual. Anyways, it was really good. So there was some like cabbage and some spatzel and some sausage, and we had some goulash, and ugh, so good. So you had German food, which is unusual. Not unusual. It's different for you. You grew up on more Norwegian food, right? Like if if you're talking ethnicity. Yeah. Well, I grew up on and. I grew up on Lefsa. If we, if nobody knows what Lefsa is, you take um what? I have a Lefsa story. <laughs> oh, you do. Okay. But you go on. <laughs> so Lefsa is pretty much some. You make these like crepes almost out of potatoes, right? Yeah. Well, now I should clarify something. True Lefsa is just flour and water. Oh, really? Yeah. Not potatoes. We make them into potato cakes. But they're like, flat and so, they're like thin, yeah. very oh. thin. Yeah. And you, you, what you do is you get one real thin and you put, when it's warm, you put butter and brown sugar in it and you roll it up and mm. oh my gosh, so good. But you have a story? Well, okay. So we, yeah, we grew up having lefsa. All the ladies in the community would make it. Mm-hmm. And so at our birthday parties, we would have all kinds of parties at home. Mm-hmm. I'm like any night of the week when we were young, if there was a birthday, we would go to their house and the whole community was there. Right. So at least one lady would come with a plate full of lefsa <laughs> and it was just like, it was a competition to oh, get to yeah, that plate for first. Sure. Well, my mom used to make it too. Well, as it turns out, I graduated high school and I was going to go to college in Lethbridge, Alberta. And so mom and dad drove me there. Well, I had a car too, but they, they drove with me to Lethbridge and then they kind of set me up in my college room and they left me with a package of lefsa really like flat it was like flat lefsa all that needed to happen was just warm them up Mm. so they left and you could imagine i was feeling pretty down like that was 12 hours from home yeah and i was feeling pretty bad about being there all alone and so i thought okay well i'll i'll have this lefsa that'll make me feel better so my first hour in the dorm i put the levses in the oven and i turned it on and it wasn't just a few minutes later the fire alarms went off because it was smoking For the apartment yeah oh no and so not only was i feeling bad about mom and dad leaving me there all alone but then i had to deal with the fire alarms going off in the dorms so did it catch on fire or something or it just started... i must have had it on too high <laughs> That's it, funny. It kind of burnt my lefsa. I ate them anyways. Yeah. Well, yeah, we have a lot of Norwegian foods other than lefsa, like kumla. Kumla. I'll explain kumla. Kumla is you shred up potatoes and you ball it up with maybe some other ingredients. You just put a little flour and salt. That's ball all. it up and then you boil it. Yeah. And it kind of turns into this like hard, solid dumpling. It's a potato dumpling. Yeah. And then we melt... Ooh. Either melt butter or bacon grease, and you pour it over there. Some people will fry onions with it. Bacon bits too. Bacon bits. 
Oh, mm-hmm. and some people will put the bacon inside oh, the really? dumpling. Really? Yeah. Every family has their own little way of doing it. You know what's also good is krumkaga, but I don't really know what that is or how it's made. Okay. <laughs> I I have never been involved in making it, but it is a it is a flat pastry that's rolled up into a like a funnel yeah. looking thing and it's really crumbly and yeah. yummy. It's well it hardens, right? And then it Yeah. Just, so if yeah. someone has any instructions on krumkaga, maybe you could Yeah. So, yes, yeah, cool. so we got Levsa, we got Kumla, Krumkaga. Some of the other ones that we would sometimes have, well, Lutefisk, we never really got into that as a family. So what's it, that? It's, it's fish, herring, <laughs> that's dried, and, <laughs> and, and it's cured in a lye solution. It's awful stuff. Well. <laughs> yeah, it, it's like hard up food. <clears throat> of course, looking at the differences of... Canada and the U.S. We have some lots of Canadian food that we don't have. Well, that's true here. Too. Oh, just on Facebook yesterday. Mm-hmm. If you haven't looked, anybody look on Facebook and you'll see it, it's a picture that of some things that you brought home from Canada. So I brought home some Tim Hortons Timbits. Somehow they made the trip. I think we already talked about that yeah. though. Um, I brought home some Smarties, which they're kind of like. Kind of like M&M's, but I feel like they have a harder shell. Yeah. Now, for our American friends, we have Smarties from Canada mm, and we have right. Smarties from the United States. They are not the same. No, because the United States Smarties are like some they're powdery... rockets. Yeah. Well, we call them rockets in Canada, but but those, they're the... Well, I can't really talk today. They're the little round powdery candies, yeah. right? That are crunchy. Mm-hmm. So... Those are our rockets, but for the United States, those are Smarties. We have our own Smarties. They're like M&M's, but they're better. Kind of like M&M's, but don't have an M on them. No. And the They're a little flatter, too. They're flatter. The covering is a little harder, and they're, they're really good. The chocolate is better, too. Chocolate is better. Yeah. Funner to eat. Yeah. You can crack them open like sunflower seeds. Yes, That's you what can. I like. <laughs> <laughs> you can. And if you keep them in your palm for too long, they stain your hand with all the dye. Yeah. <laughs> and my favorite that you brought is a coffee crisp. That's right. A oh. chocolate bar with some coffee flavoring. Yeah, I don't know. It's a, it's a layered candy bar with chocolate and kind of malt. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure what else is in there, but it is delightful. We're big on coffee, aren't we? Oh, yeah. I, <laughs> talking about guilty pleasures, <laughs> Sonora bought... You went to Sprouts today I on did. your way home it's from It's a farmer's Tulsa. market, and it's a very... It's... it's, it's I go there when I want to splurge my money because it's expensive. I know that but it's you healthy. I know you didn't buy these for me specifically, but Everybody. I had to take some of these chocolate-covered coffee beans, espresso <laughs> beans. They're really good. They're not like eating raw. Like I feel like if you just eat a raw coffee bean that you would usually ground up to put in your coffee, they're not very good. But they must bake these to where they kind of dissolve more. Maybe so. They do something with them, but they're really good. And I'm sure they're good for you. Well, they've got they've to got be. to be. I mean, it's a bean. It's straight from the plant, right? Right. And chocolate, I mean. Can't go wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Everything in moderation, right? Right. Hey, I heard a, a survey, or not a survey. I heard a report today that says that now bacon grease is good for you. Seriously? Yep. Really? So I don't know. Did anyone else read that? So bacon's good for you then? Or just the grease? <laughs> well, well, I'm sure that 
maybe they were meaning it's better for you than some of the other oils that we could be using like canola oil and vegetable oil yeah i, I mean those are terrible there are a lot you. of they're really processed but we've always been fans of bacon grease mm-hmm. and so in our house when i grew up and and, and when you grew up too yeah. we would fry bacon and then we dump all the bacon grease and keep it in a jar so that in the morning whenever <laughs> we needed to fry anything we would just use bacon grease for it <laughs> I wasn't always a fan of that, I'll be honest. Oh, really? <laughs> Once in a while, I think a fly would get stuck. Okay. Well, maybe we should have had a lid on it. Yeah. But <laughs> I think flies would sometimes, not always, but once in a while, they would get stuck. But, you know, we grew up the in, we grew up on the farm. I think we ate more dirt than we should have and that's, more bugs. That's why we're healthy. We probably ate a lot of bugs. If you think about the raspberries and all the worms that were in the raspberries, like I feel like if you didn't check the inside of the raspberry, you were probably eating a worm. Or we talked about, um, <laughs> or riding bike down the road while you're singing, yeah. and all the all the, you know, the, all the bugs. <laughs> you going never your thought mouth. of that, did you? Uh, what about the quad? <laughs> yeah, you get splattered. <laughs> Anyways, I'm not sure how we got on that subject. So, um, you brought Timbits. Mm-hmm. You brought Smarties. You brought coffee, Chris. What are some other things that you have all brought from Canada for us that we really miss? Well, in December, I brought, well, because we drove, I brought a whole car full of stuff. So I brought some ketchup chips. So ketchup chips. Which every time I tell an American that I like ketchup chips, they're like, ew, that's gross. Oh, they're so good. They're so good. They don't really taste like ketchup, do they? Not really. Assimilated, I guess. Like a different, like it's more. it's, it's, It's its own taste. It's its own taste. And then, of course, all dressed chips is its own taste. I don't even know what it tastes like. Hey, do you know what? My cousin Rhonda in North Carolina yeah. says she found all dressed in Walmart. Seriously? Yes. So I think she probably bugged them until they brought it in. So we might have to try that. Maybe we should try that too. I think if you if you tell them enough, they'll bring it in. But yeah, so there's the all dressed chips. There's the ketchup chips. Um, we, of course, so there's American iced tea and then there's Canadian iced tea. So American iced tea, there's iced tea and there's sweet tea, right? Iced tea is no sugar, sweet tea is sugar. And that's made from like like real, real tea brewed leaves. Real brewed tea. Yeah. So iced tea in Canada, it's kind of like, you know, lemonade when you have the powder of lemonade and you just mix it in water. That's pretty much what our Canadian iced tea is. It's, it's a powder that you just mix with water and it does not at all taste, it's sweet, it, but it does not at all taste like American iced tea. No. It's more of like a drink mix. I remember the first time that I traveled into the United States, <laughs> I was 15 years old and we were traveling with an uncle and aunt of mine to a church camp down in Oregon. Oh, really? Yeah. And so we went across the border and we stopped in a McDonald's <laughs> and I thought, oh, great. They, they're serving iced tea at a McDonald's. <laughs> oh, I've no. never seen that before. <laughs> so I got myself a big cup of iced tea. <laughs> And I proceeded to walk to the car and I took a big gulp of it and I just spit it right out. I couldn't believe it. I wasn't You're expecting like, what is this? to taste cold brewed tea. So unsweetened. My first experience of American iced tea was also in a Walmart. I was in the airport though, because I think I was I was flying by myself for the first time when I was thirteen. And Grandma and Grandpa, I think I was maybe in the Denver airport, but Grandma and Grandpa had came to meet me halfway. Mm. Grandma and Grandpa Thomas. So they came to, I flew from Saskatoon to Denver by myself, and then they came to meet me from Denver and, and flew with me to Oklahoma. Yeah, because you were what? 
13. 13, yeah. Or I might have even been 12 because I remember I was underage. But anyways, um, besides the point, I was at also at a McDonald's for dinner and I was like, oh man, they have sweet tea. I took one drink and I'm like, what is this? <laughs> and then grandma and grandpa were like, oh yeah, you guys have different iced tea, don't you? I'm like, yeah, so, obviously. <laughs> so now I've grown to love. Me too. It, it. Now we grew up at home with hot tea. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad would have hot tea every dinner after, like after dinner. He'd go and watch the news and drink hot tea with a, like a cookie or something. And <laughs> yep. so, but I've grown to love the, the brewed tea. Me too. It took me a while, but now I like it. It's so refreshing. I don't, so you gotta, I like the half and half. So grandpa likes half and half, right? Or like, sorry, grandpa Updike. Um, he, he does half sweet, half not because the sweet is pretty sweet. Yeah. I like the half and half too yeah. that they mix together. What else did I bring over? Craft oh. peanut butter. So our peanut butter is way better than any American peanut I'm butter sorry. I've ever had. It just is. I don't know what it is. Probably crack, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably not very good for you, but boys, it's sure tasty. I doubt the American stuff is very good for you either. There's something the way it melts oh. on a hot English muffin. Two seconds in the microwave and it's a puddle of mess. Yeah. <laughs> but like this American peanut butter, like you gotta, you gotta really melt it for like 15 seconds before it actually turns a little runny. You know what? I have a theory about that. I think they make, because it's hotter down here, oh. I think they have something in the food that just makes it harder to melt. Like you'll notice that the chocolate does not melt as easy here. Really? Yeah. Never noticed that. That's my theory. I'm really? not saying I'm right. I could be wrong. No, chances are I'm, I'm right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. So. <laughs> <laughs> Dad's always right, isn't he? Okay. <laughs> maple cookies. That's right. Yeah. So they're just maple flavored cookies. Well, not only maple flavored. Maple shaped. Maple shaped. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, I brought you a box of chocolates too. From the Calgary airport. From the Calgary airports. They had a box and it was from the Rocky Mountain. Rocky Mountain Chocolate Factory. And I finally ate the last one today. Oh, yeah? Anna pleaded with me not to do it because it was the pretty one that was shaped but like as a, maple a maple leaf, leaf mm-hmm. and it was red. Yep. Yeah. It was so, nothing special. So how were they? Oh, the chocolates were wonderful. Yeah. That maple leaf one was just a milk chocolate. But the, the yeah. others, they the, looked pretty cool. Oh, they were really good. The, the Saskatoon berry one. Oh. oh. I miss Saskatoon berries, man. Me too. I had Saskatoon berry pie when I was in North Battleford. I think it was Saskatoon berry pie. It's really good. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, so I know there was a couple more things that we wanted to mention about the food that you brought over. Hmm. Um, do they have Kit Kat bars here? So they do, but they're made from a different brand. They're different. I, I don't think so they're quite So here as... they're made, in America, they're made from Hershey's, I'm pretty sure, but in Canada, they're made from Nest, Nestle. Nestle. Yeah. Same brand as our tea. <laughs> so I guess our point is there's some really... Th- good things that we have in Canada that we can't get here. Mm-mm. And so whoever is going to Canada, we usually give our shopping list. Yeah. And yep. <laughs> we always, yeah, that's the best part about going. No, I'm kidding. Getting the food. <laughs> Joking. Oh, ouch. <laughs> <laughs> Joking. You know what? I was thinking about it the other day. There's many things that I can think of that I 
miss from Canada that we don't have here. But there's not one thing that I can think of that I, when I go to Canada, that I actually miss eating. Like, we don't have Butterfingers in Canada, but I'm not a fan. I used to be, but not anymore. You know what? I became a fan of Butterfingers. Yeah? Yeah. I just, other than Butterfingers, I can't think of anything that Canada doesn't have. So isn't that weird that America is a bigger country, but has a lot of less stuff than Canada does. But Canada is smaller population and has everything. I had a song that come to mind. Oh, yeah? But do you have a verse? Actually, I do, yeah. I'm going to sing this song, and I may just... If I make a complete mess of it, please forgive me. (laughs) Okay. Oh, Lord, our Lord, how excellent is thy name in all the earth. When I consider the heavens, the world, of thy fingers the moon and the stars which thou hast ordained what is man that thou art mindful of him and the son of man that thou visitest him O Lord our Lord how excellent is thy name in all the earth. That was beautiful. You ever heard that one? I don't think so. Who, who it, wrote it? David, the psalmist. It's from Psalm 8. Who put music to it? I, I don't. I don't know. So I have a verse that goes actually perfect with that. Okay. Psalms 8, verse 3 to 8. Sorry, Psalms 8, verse 3 to 4. Wait, wait. You're in Psalms 8? Yeah. The one I just sang? The one you just sang. When I consider your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars, which you have set in place, what is mankind that you are mindful of them, human beings that you care for them? That was the verse you picked out. Not quite. I. It was my second verse, so I highlighted it yesterday. Pretty close, though. But, yeah. Okay. I highlighted it Yeah, yesterday. And then I I heard you say those words, and I'm like, oh, that's my verse. I I have always loved that. If we ever get to thinking too highly of ourselves, just I just think about that. For me, it kind of makes me feel special because, like, I was reading that the other night, and I'm just like, you know, it kind of dawned on me, like, Hmm. yeah, like, God made the whole entire universe. Like, what are we? We're little, little, little base facts. <laughs> what are we? Or even flying in an airplane, you know, the trees are so tiny. And then if you think of how small like a house is compared to a tree and then how we are compared to a house, like we're just tiny little specks from an airplane. Yet he loves you and cares for you and understands everything you're going through. I just, it baffles me. It's amazing. It baffles huh. me. Well, <laughs> I'm going to get back to my espresso co- uh, covered beans mm-hmm. and well i guess we'll see everybody next time yeah <laughs> thanks for tuning in